Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and I am thrilled to be back. I apologize I didn't podcast last week. I honestly didn't have anything to say whether it was just my work schedule and I was just exhausted or what was kind of going on, but I really just had nothing to share with all of you. And I'm glad I waited because you're going to laugh when you hear today's topic. Taking action when the time is right is very, very important. It's a very hard lesson I've had to learn in my life, but I've had an experience just recently that made this very clear to me once again. And when I went to my meditation book this morning, and for those of you that aren't regular listeners, um, her name is Melody Beattie, and the book is Journey to the Heart. And tomorrow, it's actually not even today's, it is tomorrow's meditation, Wait for Timely Action. Well, guess what? Sorry, the signs are all there. The signs are all there, and I need to share with you guys. So how does this work? Sometimes it's patience, and sometimes it's letting go. And interesting enough, I have promised, and I've actually just reached out to one of my prior coaches. Um, she does the sacred gifts. And I'd like Monique to come back on the show, and she would like to uh, address the chaos cycle with all of you to show you how it works and how we go through the phases in our life. And I truly believe that ties into some of the things we're going to talk about today. But um, in the book today, Melody does a fantastic job of just actually describing this. So I'm going to read a little bit from her and then tell you what has happened in my life. She says, watch for the surfer as he's going out to sea. So she describes how the waves, how a surfer will go out there and he will wait. He's looking for the right surf, uh, the right wave. He will be as all patient as all gets out because he's looking for that right timing, the right swell. Sometimes the wave comes quickly. Sometimes he has to tread water for a long time, waiting and watching before he can ride that wave. And she talks about learning to ride the waves of energy in our life. Learn to wait for the right time to take action. And that's really the very vital point of what I wanted to talk about today. Now, those of my regular listeners, we've had some good lessons on family issues, letting go things since Christmas. You know, I had a lot of health issues with my parents this year, some family drama, all things that really had to have me taking a step back and saying, okay, be patient, all things in the right timeline. And in all fact of the, in all truth of this, only just recently in the last few weeks, because this is, there's been th some things weighing on my brain again and on my heart. And it's like, I have got to let this go. And I truly have. I realized that in the end, there are certain things that are going to happen and aren't going to happen. And I heard a cute line in a movie. Actually, that's what sort of triggered my my change of, of uh, heart. And it was just it was just a funny line in a cute movie. So the Harry Potter series, J.K. Rowling has come up with a new a new series of books. She's gone back about eighty or ninety years in her timeline and uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Well, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Okay, I love the magic of the world. Disneyland as a kid was my favorite place on earth. I believe in the fairies. I just I love magic. <laughs> I just think all of it's. I just love that that innocence and the magic of wonder and all of that I just I just think it's fabulous plus I may not have a spectacular imagination but I completely appreciate people that do so movies like that with great special effects and that are visually stunning 
doesn't matter really what the the content is unless it's disturbing but if it's if it's happy and, and uplifting or educational or you know there's a lesson to learn I enjoy it I enjoy it for the magic on of its own because I truly find CGI to be a type of magic um, that technology can give us something so spectacular on screen uh, that our minds just can't comprehend that someone could invent the creatures and the situations they put on screen I just find all that fascinating anyways in this, uh, the new character of these, this new series of so it's it's an it's a grown man this time, not a little kid named Harry. Uh, so, uh, what is his name? Newt. Newt's in the middle of this this situation, and the non magical person that's in the in the uh, movie with him says, uh, "Aren't you worried?" <laughs> he says, "Well, in my experience, if you worry, you're paying twice." <laughs> I just thought that is so true. When you worry about something you have no control over other than just getting in and dealing with the situation, you're actually paying the piper twice. You are disrupting your life with the worry of what you can't control. And then you're going to go through the actual event itself that you are going to need to handle or cope with or adjust to. And some of that might be painful. Sorry about that, guys. I seem to have a bit of a yawn going on today. Well, that sort of was a bit of a trigger for me. It was kind of a cute part of the movie, but it triggered me to say, this other issue in my life, I need to let it go. I need to put it out there. I need to let the universe know if you believe in the law of attraction or if you are a believer in God in the, in the universe, those of us that do believe and walk in that walk, we truly believe that we are not the end all and be all of higher powers, okay? We're energetic beings. We are part of a greater whole. And the, ener and the energy of the universe itself, we are all connected. That is... Uh, we're just not it. You know, the, 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 the Hitler attitude that, you know, you're 80 years on life, you're going to rule the world and, and purge the people you don't like and, you know, genocide and warlords. Do you know what? It's a bleep in time. It's a drop in a bucket. And that sort of narrow-minded, ignorant thinking, it's just, it's so ridiculous that people like that still exist in today's day and age. It's like everyone ages everyone changes, everyone's going to die. Nothing on earth lasts forever. So the fact that someone thinks they're going to rule the world, you know, even Fidel Castro, all things do come to an end. These, you know, these evil, evil people, their reign of terror eventually ends. And yet, for some reason, they truly think they're immortal. Like somehow they're going to change history. And, and they do affect history. But that, that, you know, that legacy, that cruelty is going to live on forever. And unfortunately, when you look around our planet, there is still a lot of it out there. But, you know, Hitler's regime didn't last forever. Mussolini's regime didn't last forever. Cuba will not, that regime will not last forever. This is just the deal, people. The czars of Russia and the, um, the days of kings and queens has come and gone. You know, people are more aware. They want democracy. They want to say in what goes on. Change is just bound to happen. So don't get caught up in that thinking that, you know, especially when you're younger, that it's all that in a bag of chips because this too shall pass. Whether it be the good or the bad, it will pass and it will fade into history. Okay, so she's talking about learning to ride the waves of energy in your life and learn to wait for the right time to take action. So learn to wait with your senses, your emotions, your body, and the universe will give you a signal that you need. Yes, I've spoken about this many times. We have our lists. I truly believe that, you know, you can sit around and wish all you want to win the lottery and put that out to the universe, but the likelihood of that happening is is very, very rare. <laughs> and 
that's not proactive. I mean, there's putting it out there, being patient and visualizing, but you also can't be sitting on your butt, not working, not contributing. I find it to be more of a synergistic type experience, okay? And one of the things that I've spoken on before as well is being ready for opportunities. I've spoken on this many times, being prepared. Well, you know what? Waiting for timely action sometimes can be tied into that. My husband and I, and, and like I say, for my regular listeners, you've heard these stories before, but how we did some investments, investing when we were first together, we were married a little later in life in our mid-30s, and I had already put myself in a position to be open. I wanted more out of life. I wanted, uh, there were things I wanted to do. I wanted to, to succeed and, and just to, basically I wanted just, I wanted to have more. I was a single mother and my parents had given me a, a great hand, hand leg up in life, I guess, or a hand out, whatever you want to call it, had given me help. And I felt that that gift deserved honoring, that I, that them helping me out didn't mean I could sit down and just say, well, that's great. They've, you know, at least I'm not homeless, but I'm never going to accomplish anything else because that's just not how I'm wired for starters. And it's very much similar to the parable in the Bible that talks about the servants that were all given a coin and one buries it and one multiplies it and and then one takes it and goes after someone that owed him even less money. Some very good lessons in the parables in the Bible, I have to say. And I look at them as an adult and with my experience now very differently than how they were preached to me as a young child with a very skewed attitude of religious uh, rigidity and morality. Now I find it easier to see the lesson, the broader picture of what uh, God in the universe was trying to tell us in the scripture. What you know, sort of kind of does work and tends to be a workable model in the world at large. And that kind of comes back to us understanding that we are energetic beings and we are connected. Okay. And all things have consequences. So I felt that I needed to, to expand upon what the help I'd been given. Um, so because of that and that mentality, I had, you know, I'd already purchased another company and, you know, it didn't do as well as I was hoping, but I certainly don't regret that experience. And, uh, I've always been, you know, pretty, quite good with money. Actually, I am quite good with money. It just happens to be just a natural skill set for whatever reason. My, my brain is just wired that way. Um, Whereas other people's are wired a lot more creatively, creatively. And that is so not me. I can appreciate it. It's not how I'm wired. Anyways, so when an opportunity, when my husband and I got married, or actually even before we got married, when an opportunity presented itself, I was mentally emotionally and financially prepared to say yes to that opportunity. But if I hadn't had a little bit of money put aside, if I hadn't opened my mind to what the universe could supply, if I hadn't already made up my mind and emotionally um, was uh, accepting and okay with taking risks, that opportunity would have walked right past me. I wouldn't have availed myself of it and I wouldn't be where I am today. So these are things that you need to be aware of and, and to think on. And Melody talks about this, about how learning to, you know, just to be aware and to, to wait. Now, what does she say in here? Making the list, because that's still important. And visualization is still all very important. But like I say, those are proactive things. Just sitting on a mountaintop contemplating winning the lottery or coming into, you know, millions of dollars, that doesn't quite get the job done if you are not working with the process as a whole. If you're just hoping to sit and do nothing, collect welfare and win the lottery, I don't see how that's benefiting you or the universe at large. So I, I just don't see how that's going to come to fruition. 
it does, but it's so very rare. Why on earth would you want to put that, to put your energies or anything into that sort of belief system? You need to work. You need to feed yourself. You need to look after your responsibilities. Then you need to educate yourself, work on your awareness, work on your happiness, be happy with what you are and where you are. Otherwise, again, the universe will not bring you more because people that are always unhappy with what they have, no matter how much they have, they'll be unhappy with it. Money doesn't buy happiness. It enhances it to a certain extent. It allows you possibilities. It allows you to do more with your life. It allows you to do more for other people. It allows you to have a bit more fun sometimes because a lot of those things cost money. But it is not the root of the happiness. The happiness has got to come from within. So like I said, if you are not working on that, if you are not prepared for that, if you're not putting that out to the universe at large, then you're not going to, you're not going to attract that into your life. Okay. I hope that makes, makes sense. So, and if you've already engaged with the universe and you're already doing these things, be patient. The reason for that is there are moments that are more perfect than others to initiate action, to make the phone call and to finish the task. And I'm going to pause there just for a moment and tell you about my story. So I have had some family issues and a certain family member that I struggle with has reached out to me with an apology and would like to, to fix and mend fences and work thing, work through things. I have to admit, there's a part of me that's very, I can't help it, but it's suspicious because this has been going on for a lot of years and usually when I meet them halfway or walk into their world, it usually ends very poorly for me. So I'm thinking, do I want to go there? <laughs> but I am still the person that I am. I would rather someone hurt me than be hardened. So of course I'm going to accept this apology and I'm going to see where the relationship can go to with caution. Okay. With caution. Something else I talked, uh, the, uh, although I didn't podcast last week, the week before I had done two. And the reason I had done two is I didn't finish some thoughts on the fact that my husband and I are looking now to move upstairs. We have good equity and ec excellent equity in our home. And we think we know that we can handle a little extra debt and we are going to, to do some renovations because we live in the basement suite of the home that we own. It is where we needed to heal is where we needed to get our finances leveled, find out what we could and couldn't do. And it occurred to me today when this, or sorry, this month when someone else mentioned it to me, how much better I'm doing. So the past two years, I hadn't really thought about it because in some ways I've been struggling, but in other ways, I think I must be doing better. We have, three quarters of an acre piece of property. And the front is a huge garden. It's got a circular driveway and there's two, these two huge garden areas. People that renovated it a decade or so ago had professionals come in. It's all sprinklered. It's all lit, lit. It's all professionally planted. And it is with the huge cedar trees. Cause I live in the West coast of British Columbia in, Ca in Canada, all that stuff that falls during the, the winter and the fall and the spring, it's, it's really constant, but the fall break up and then it has to be all cleaned in the spring. That is physically more than I can handle normally, especially coming when I'm coming into my busiest season with taxes and year ends for clients. Uh, with my fibromyalgia, I do not have the ability to do that heavy labor anymore. And which is very frustrating because it's, has always been my love. And it used to be like, I used to be very, very strong. I weight trained, I played squash. I was very active and my gardens used to be on a slope, kept me in great shape. And they were my love in my old house. So luckily this property is at least flat, but it's so much more extensive than my old property. Like I have at least five times the gardens here, if not more than I did before. So we got it done ourselves this year. I was able to deal with those front gardens over two weekends. And a neighbor said, you're doing a lot better. And I thought, 
that's true. It didn't even occur to me to spend the $300 and call up the gardeners. I just realized that we could handle it this year. I could handle it this year. And I'd already done the backyard on a, you know, one or two days of sunshine. I know yeah, I've complained a lot this last a little while, but we've had 26 out of 28 days of straight rain. It has been more than depressing. Uh, but the last couple of weekends, we've gotten these five hours of bright sunshine. Like we're not talking a gray cloudy day. It went from torrential downpour at 10 in the morning to bright sun at two o'clock in the afternoon. I have no rhyme or reason for all of this, but the bottom line was when we see it, we run out. I don't care if I'm working in mud. I, I'm out. I'm outside. I'm out of the house. I'm out of the office. So anyways, I've been kind of itching to go upstairs for a year and my husband's like, nope. And then we thought we had an investment coming through and we're getting some money at Christmas and that didn't happen. And we thought, okay, you know what? The sign's obviously not meant to be. No big deal. Um, but then by about February, things started to change a little bit. And mostly with my husband, he was ready. All of a sudden, things that were not bothering him before were bothering him. I was starting to become aware. I wasn't going to spend money to go upstairs unless one of our investments came through. But actually, we can. It's really just a matter of choice. But I was thinking, hmm, you know, you know, we're fine where we are. But actually, we're not. For my husband and I, we have we are very outgoing social people. We have gift of hospitality, gift of service. It is actually stifling us living in a basement. We do not have the room to entertain. We can't have friends over for dinner all winter long. We can only entertain in the summer out in the back in our, on our yard and property. And we realize that these are things actually that our psyche, our soul need, and we're starving that part of our personalities. So I was starting to recognize that this, it wasn't just about the money. It wasn't just about living in the basement suite. It wasn't about the status symbol. It was about none of that because upstairs is a heck of a lot smaller. It was about our quality of life, the type of people that we are, we were starving that to death. So be aware of yourself and your motivations for doing things. So that was my epiphany. My husband's was simply just, there were some physical things about our renter and such that just the way they use the home and they're not, it just started to bug him. I do not know why it started to bug him and I don't care. And all of a sudden things started falling into place. Now we're going to wait one more year. We're going to start renovations next February. We're going to stay here for nine or 10 more months unless our renter decides, comes to us and decides to leave. Um, we're kind of hoping she'll stay with us and just move downstairs. She has grown children now. She doesn't need the three bedrooms and we're turning it into a two bedroom upstairs and there's a two bedroom suite downstairs. Anyway, so all of this aside, there are, there's a timing for things. And we realized that by me being patient and not rushing that decision or forcing that decision, that the universe has opened up the pathway and that path is very clear right now. It is clear I'm not thinking about being exhausted about taking on that sort of project. I'm finishing off some things in my accounting business that I will never take back on again. And I will not be taking on new clients for those types of things. And I will have the time and energy to do this renovation because I'm the one that handles that kind of stuff in our, in our marriage. That just is the way it is. We've already got a contractor, a very dear friend of ours that will be doing the work. These decisions have already been made. So do you see how through patience, putting it out to the universe. I prayed about it. I put it out to the universe. I said, you know what, in your time, this is what I want. If it's not what's good for me, let me know, but this is what I want. And within weeks and by the end of a month, those answers came. My awareness changed on what was motivating, what was happening with my husband's health and his mental well-being living in this basement and how he's hiding out from the world and he's depressed a little bit and he's not, he's not celebrating life any longer. And he's always loved life. So it's like, hmm, interesting. 
Okay, interesting. Then some things changed with my son's situation and his living. And now he's decided not to live in the lower mainland. So I don't need to keep the basement for him, one of the suites for him any longer. He's going to stay in South Africa for a few years and then probably um, move up to the Okanagan Valley. He's, his, he's clear now pushing 30 that he's not a big city kind of guy. I've known that for about a decade, but he needed to be very, very crystal clear with that and know that he was going to an area where he could still find work. So all of these little things, just, just again, just awareness, just knowing what's going on. Okay. Untimely action will not get the job done any sooner. All you're doing is paying for the worry twice. Okay. It will simply waste your energy and send you back to sea waiting for the right wave. Now I'm reading Melody's words here again. Okay. Good folks. Focus on your goal. Muster all your forces and head out to sea, then wait patiently for the right time, for the right energy, for the right wave. The right wave will come when it does grab your board, jump on and ride it for all it's worth. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.